slurp it up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to this week of Sippin' Tea. My name is Andy. My name's Mita. And this week we are going to talk about the very important movement that is happening across the world. And in case you didn't know, it's called Black Lives Matter. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. Um, that's all you need to know. <laughs> Shut it down. Just cut, print, moving on. So, Let's how about the pandemic? No. Black Lives Matter. Let's get into it. Let's get it. A little bit. Get it. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was like doing my little researches and research researches research my researches and my googles and i was like oh man every time i every time i have to like research black lives matter and everything associated with it the rage so i don't know about you but every time i type those words into a google search <laughs> right before i hit send i just pray up to jesus i'm like please don't please filter out the buffoonery Please don't let there be like any new news that has happened in the past like 30 seconds Keep no that, tweets. No, and I don't want to see like no the political. wrong side of the movement. Right. I don't want to see like the That's like the first article that pops up is like why Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization, yeah, and then you're like, oh, it. because it was designated <laughs> by the executive branch of the United States as a terrorist organization. Bleep bloop. Just saying. I like that sound. Bleep bloop. Yeah. It solves a lot of. It just it, it just it works. Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> like when when something's uncomfortable, all you got to do is bleep bloop bloop. Like the robots are winning. Yeah. And we're just letting them. We're stealing those words. We're taking their language. We are. Is, that, is that computer appropriation? I think so. Wow. You guys, we're sorry. Full circle. My, my apologies to the Google phone in my hands. And, and my iPhone <laughs> that I'm reading my notes <laughs> off of. God bless. So you have some information for us from directly from the Black Lives Matter website. Yeah. So we decided let's do an episode about Black Lives Matter. And, you know, in case you didn't know, I'm 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 black. Yeah. I'm just like regular old good old. You are? You never know by a voice. Get out. Get out of this household. Um, <laughs> you never know by a voice. And I'm from Colorado, so you really never know by a voice. We all sound the That's same. That's true. So I was like, let me just go to the page and let me see what they have like in the About Us section, did a little mm -hmm. love. But the gag is, is that Black Lives Matter is already here with the information that you need to know because yeah. their page is literally called Herstory because that is the Herstory of Black Lives Matter. Because the movement was started by what? Three black femmes. Fantastic. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. So I was going to like, oh, I'm going to find a way to rewrite this. But no, let's just read directly from their page. From, All credit goes to these people. Just give it to them. I don't know who wrote the, who wrote the website. I don't know who did the page. But, but we, yeah, it's going to Black Lives Matter. Thank you so much for letting me quote you directly. So in 2013, three radical black organizers, Alicia Garza, Patrice Colors, and Opal Tometi, created a Black-centered political will and movement-building project called Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Yep. It was in response to the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murderer, George Zimmerman. So that's the first thing I actually didn't realize. I knew it. I knew Black Lives Matter started around Tray Trayvon Martin. I think I assumed it happened, like, with his murder. Mm -hmm. I think I assumed it happened, you oh, know, definitely. when that took off, but it actually happened when George Zimmerman was acquitted of all charges because oh, of wow. racism. Okay. So, so that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes it because he was arrested and you, charged. Exactly. And then those charges it, just went away, it, which happens to so many just evaporated police into officers the in yeah. the world for some reason. And he's not a police in officer. America. He's just a dude who lived in Florida there, there and go. has Sorry. a gun problem. Sorry. Oh no, 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 no. Was, you're fine. Whew. We can never forget that. Trayvon Martin's murderer mm -hmm. is just a guy. 
He's not a cop. This was not yeah. a police thing. When Black True. Lives Matter started, it was a vigilante white terrorist in Florida who there killed you a young child for walking home with a hoodie on. And I'm sorry, I'm allowed to wear whatever I want. Yeah. Um, and they went through. I mean, I think I think black people were. I remember mm-hmm. it. I remember being like, oh, he's, he's going to trial. He's going to court. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to bring the case against him because there was literally no reason yeah. to. You attack. had you had faith in the justice system. And then they failed us. And then that's when <laughs> three radical black femmes, Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tometi, were like, shut it the fuck down. We're starting a movement. Good. So the acquittal of George Zimmerman is what I, birthed it. Yeah. I remember hearing that news about, about Trayvon, and my heart broke. Yeah. Because just a fucking kid, dude. Every time it happens, you're just like, but why? Sandra Bland. But why? Yeah. Why any of it? Exactly. It, it, it's so nonsensical. And these are just the stories that that we hear about that, that, that are made to public. The, that make it to the mainstream. mainstream. Yeah, that make it up to <clears throat> CNN, that make it up to even Fox News. Yeah. These are the only ones we hear. There's so many that happen every single day that nobody hears about. Yeah. Um, so another quote that I really wanted to bring up that is directly off of their history page that just, oh, <laughs> won't a black woman do it? So Every time. <laughs> quote, Black liberation movements in mm-hmm. this country have created room, space, and leadership mostly for black, heterosexual, cisgendered men. Mm-hmm. All right. So then leaving women, queer, and transgender people and others either out of the movement or mm-hmm. in the background to move the work forward with little or no recognition. Yeah. And I think that that's really important, especially the last line where it says in the background to move the work forward with mm-hmm. little or no recognition. The thing that I think a lot of people don't realize about black liberation, yep. but just also liberation groups that have happened throughout American history. It's almost always, first of all, it's women. It's almost mm-hmm. always women who start it, but a surprising number of black, like trans women and trans men, yeah. like fighting on, you're fighting on so many fronts against mm-hmm. oppression, either for being black, for being a woman or identifying as a woman. Yeah. And, and you, you have to fight the battle on so many fronts. Let's never forget that Stonewall mm-hmm. was started essentially by a black trans woman. Absolutely. So I really love the fact that they put that on their page. Absolutely. And that, that also goes to, to say black trans lives matter. Absolutely. And, and with that, I mean, back in 2019, there were 27 deaths recorded. And we say recorded because <laughs> they Aren't. don't like to report yeah that a person's trans because people don't believe in transgender people 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 are biased against them so they're like oh this man died or this woman died right and it's like well they, they don't. misgender <clears throat> people so so, so much yeah that's the, that's they misgender people when they report it so yes. it's like i killed this man and it's like no you didn't you, you killed, killed this a, woman. a black woman yes. that's who you killed so the the crazy thing is that in 2020 we're in august we're in august now and the number of recorded transgender deaths are at 26 murders not death not just deaths murders Murders, yeah yeah it's not like you it's not like you're you choked on your pickle juice while you're sitting on the couch watching netflix which is probably how i'm gonna go but it's like people who were removed from Mm -hmm. this plane of existence for existing yeah fucking that's a problem and then the other issue is that a lot of these a lot of times when black transgender or any transgender person Mm -hmm. when they go missing they often don't get reported as missing they people just think that they just went off it's the the classic less than dead right mm-hmm. it's like you know when the what was it the zebra murders that happened back in the 90s where it was black men Fucking killing wild yeah black 
prostitutes and nobody cared because black women in general are always viewed as the less mm-hmm. than dead. There's there's very little care, especially if you're a prostitute and you you're not an upstanding citizen with a mm-hmm. nine to five. It's like, OK, so your 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 life is literally less valued. Yeah. And they do that even more so in the trans community. What's the quote? The most disrespected person in America is the black woman all day, every day. And the most unprotected woman. Uh, person in America is the black as woman. a black woman and and the reason I love the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement is because they were also by including um, just people under the queer umbrella mm-hmm. non-binary gender non-conforming whatever you want to call it, trans whatever your whatever your title is you're welcome to a seat at this table absolutely because it's a direct contradiction against the intersectional feminism fis- mm-hmm. feminist movement that also started around this time. Yeah. This is a this is this is around the time that the the women's movement was leading up to the the pussy walk or whatever they did in the, with the pink hat. I don't even remember because I remember watching and I was like, oh, there's a lot of angry white women that ain't got no black friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. So it's really refreshing that you have and and I believe and I don't know which members because it doesn't matter, but two at least one or two of the founders are also a member of the queer community. Yeah. So it makes sense that if you're a black uh, queer identifying woman and you're starting a movement for Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. of course you're going to want to make a seat at the table for you, your friends, the people Absolutely. that you love the most. So it's, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful rainbow coalition that just happens to have a very simple message. Yeah. Black lives matter. Boom. That's the whole yeah. sentence. Um, one thing I really did want to bring up, though, tied directly to Black Lives Matter is so we all remember the horrendous murder of Mike Brown in 2014. Yep. Black Lives Matter was founded in 2013 after the acquittal of uh, George Zimmerman. Mike Brown was murdered in 2014. Mm-hmm. And that is the year that. <sighs> My girl, Corey Bush, <laughs> who was now come through, Corey, go, come through Co- Corey Bush, who lived in the Ferguson area or in St. Louis um, in 2014. Yep. After Mike Brown was murdered, she she just got lit. She was like, I got to go protest at that time. One of her sons was 14 years old. She had a, mm-hmm. a young teenage son, just like Mike Brown. Just, I don't know, trying to like past the SATs or whatever children do. Just living the same lives. Whatever children do. <laughs> whatever children do. But with Mike Brown's murder, she Corey Bush was moved to protest. Mm-hmm. And she got involved she got very, very heavily involved with Black Lives Matter in 2014. Um so much so that by 2018 yeah. she ran for office to be in the House of Representatives for I think District One mm-hmm. of Missouri, which is a St. Louis Ferguson area. Yeah. And um, I just want to point out that she ran in 2018 and was beat by a landslide. Like nobody knew who she by, was. Like, nepotism, yeah. which is so the seat that she was going for, the District One House of Representatives mm-hmm. seat, which I, I is safely Democratic. It's a Democratic seat, but it has been occupied by the Clay family for the past what is that 53 years? Yeah. So um, William Lacey Clay Senior. Yeah. Occupied the seat for 32 years, and when he retired, and this is a black family, so this isn't racism. This is just yeah. black people not doing their job in Congress. <laughs> William Lacey Clay <laughs> Sr. occupied the seat for 32 years and retired in 2001, and that's when his son, William Clacy, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> William Lacey Clay Jr., took over the seat, and he's occupied the seat since 2001. Yeah. So he's the one who beat Cory Bush in 2018. Yeah. The pandemic was here to just rip the bandaid off of all the wounds in this country and and kind of shined a light. It show it, it has shown a light on the flaws that we have within yeah. the Democratic Party itself. I, I think that's because the world stopped. The world had to stop. Beyonce told you in like what, 2017? And then the world was like, got it. It took us three years, but yeah, we're gonna yeah, stop yeah. it. We're gonna <laughs> shut it down. Um, <laughs> so I think I think a lot of that I think a lot of the things that are coming up now, it's just simply because people have had a time to like just think. 
think, but also like reflect. You have nothing else to do but stare at your phone and take in whatever information is. All of this. And too many people only take in what's trending. So, which is sad. Yeah. But if you get the right things trending, you enact change. And that's what happened this past, uh, I think it was about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Cori Bush went again running for the House of Representatives in the Dem- Democratic primary, yep. and she won. She beat out um, Junior, and now she is on the ballot for November, and it's a safely Democratic seat. And I really wanted to bring up Cori Bush because um, I know that there's going to be other representatives who exist who may already be mm-hmm. in Congress who are associated with Black Lives Matter. But she mm-hmm. really is the first one that I remember who came directly out of like a major protest yeah. moment and is now on her way to Congress. That's like what made her want to get involved with the movement. and Michael then f- Brown. To actually be able to affect change. And now she can at a national level. Yeah. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. And that's the goal. But it is they they really do make it hard for you to get in Congress. Except yeah. for it's really easy to be president if you have enough money, apparently. Don't. I digress. That's a whole other podcast. I digress. But I'm just saying it's really nice to see (laughs) Black Lives Matter started off as Mm -hmm. three black femmes who was ready to knuck if you buck. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting into Congress. Knuck if you buck. (laughs) A hit. A hit from T to B. (laughs) God damn it. So. So. 2020. Black Lives Matter. Um, Let's let's get into it. Yeah. So. <laughs> on who lord sweet jesus it feels like it was 17 years ago it really does so on march 13th 2020 shortly after midnight a young woman by the name of brianna taylor was murdered in her home that is the headline that's it that's it that's the that's whole... all you got that's not all you need to know but you need to know more but that's the that's the yeah you're right that's, that's the, headline. the that's the cliff notes version yeah yeah um so, twenty-six-year-old Brianna, I, I keep bringing, I want, I, I constantly with her, I want to bring up her age. She is twenty-six. Twenty-six years old. She was born in nineteen ninety-three. Ninety-three. I was like, had a job. I was like counting to a hundred. I was she living, man. Was an essential worker. She was an emergency technician at a local hospital. Yeah, and this is March thirteenth. This is the at the beginning, the, just the tip of the pandemic. This was, you know, Trump was trying to lie about, you know, not knowing about it at this point. What China virus? But he talked about it back in November. But like, asshole. You know, and I think that's around the time he was calling it the Kung flu. Oh, Uh, no. (laughs) I hate him so much. Such an asshole. I don't like such an asshole. Such I don't an know what asshole. that accent that yeah, That's like out. that Midwestern angry <laughs> mom. So um, Brianna was asleep in her bed um, with her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth woke up first to somebody banging loudly on their door. Um, he reportedly asked who was there because obviously somebody's gonna be like, who the fuck's at my door? And it's, <laughs> it's late at night, too. It's past midnight. And I'm like, I don't want to make light of the situation, but I do not know a black person who wouldn't pop the fuck off if you're banging on my door at midnight. Who the fuck is at my goddamn door? That's 100% what was mm-hmm. just yelled through the room, oh, you know? absolutely. Woke me Because up? that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you constantly say there's two things that you will never be able to affect in my life, and that's my sleep and my, my coin. coin. <laughs> don't fuck with my sleep. Don't fuck with my coin. You fuck with those two things, somebody gots to die, and it won't be me. So, um... <laughs> The thing about it's Kentucky, right? Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky, is that they do have um, no-knock warrants. They so used to. Rihanna used Taylor to. actually has resulted in the, the eradication of no-knock warrants. So at this point in time, they had a no-knock warrant for 
for Brianna's house. For her, yeah, for her, for her apartment. apartment. Um, Presumably for drug drugs or something. They're so, saying that packages were delivered through her house or something. Yeah. I don't believe a damn word no, of it. Me neither. And even if it was true, shouldn't be dead. Shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't be dead. And why why in the wee hours of the night? It's I think the the way that it sounds with the with the police coming in and the carnage that ensues afterward, mm-hmm. um, it sounds almost like they thought they were breaking into a major cartel's like that's where they count the money or there's just going to be like, they thought they were going to find kilos of cocaine. That's what I'm saying. In, the, in an apartment. For a 26 year old woman who was an emergency worker. Like, I'm sorry if I have millions of dollars of Coke on my table, I'm certainly not heading over to the hospital to like drop off Nana. True. <laughs> like, let's be rational. You better believe I would not just have no regular nine to f- I guess maybe for tax purposes to make it look good, but I'm not doing that one. I'm working no. at like, 7-11. I'm like create my own company and say that I'm like shipping office if supplies or something. The carnage that these police that that the police created in this apartment, they really were. It sounds like they were going after like a cartel member, which it really does. No. Yeah. So <laughs> just not. Um, Kenneth Walker says that the police did not announce who they were right. when he asked for when he asked who's at my door. Who the fuck's at the goddamn door? And nobody nobody answers. responded. They used a battering ram to knock down the door. Right. He obviously is freaked out. He has a um, uh, concealed carry license. Right. He so he can legally have a gun in his own home. Well, you Anywhere. don't need a concealed carry when you're yeah, in your yeah, house. True, Y'all got to conceal it. And truly. I don't know if Kentucky has Castle Doctrine, but Colorado does. You got you got one stern warning, and yeah. then Castle Doctrine. So they they barge in. He shoots, which resulted in um, the police firing. 25 well somewhere around 25 rounds so a quote that i have from i think it's the new york times is quote the three officers blindly returned fire with more than 25 bullets blindly blindly some bullets entering other apartments including one with a five-year-old child so so you break into my house yeah I, somebody in the house is like, oh no, murderers are here. Best protect myself. Mm-hmm. And then you, as the police, which I understand you have to return fire. I get mm-hmm. it. But blindly in an apartment complex, blindly, where that's... through that drywall is a child's nursery, mm-hmm. and through this drywall on the left side is grandma's master bedroom. Like, there are people on the other mm-hmm. side of these walls, and you're blindly firing 25 bullets? That, yeah. It's almost you're, like you you're... knew there were black people in there and you didn't care what happened. Yeah. It's almost like that. Yeah. To me. Maybe that's my maybe that's bias in no, my No, no, it it definitely seems well and uh, I don't know. Because like like you said, they really thought that they were like they were at like the descendant of like Pablo Escobar's house. This is not house, narcos. Where they're gonna walk in and there's just gonna be sixty people in this right. apartment. And even then Gaggery, even if that is what you went in for. Why are you just shooting everybody? You need witnesses. You got to take people to court. You don't want to murder everybody. If this was a narco situation, you know what would have happened is people wouldn't have been shooting blindly. No. They would have been trying to collect evidence. If mm-hmm. you thought that there were piles of money and piles mm-hmm. of cocaine in here where you had to bang it, do a no-knock warrant mm-hmm. at midnight or whatever on like a Wednesday or whatever day yeah. it was, you would have somebody there filming it for yeah. your future documentary because you just made this huge drug deal in fucking Kentucky yeah. in 2020. Like there's no way. So they knew that's what they weren't going into. They knew yeah. it was registered to a young black woman, 26 years old, born yeah. in 93. And they came in guns blazing. Yeah. First problem. Maybe that's just me. No, definitely. <laughs> so unfortunately, um, with their blind fire, Brianna Taylor was shot and, and killed. Yep. Um, I believe the autopsy later showed that she had eight 
Well, the first autopsy showed that she had no injuries at all. That's right. The first incident report said that Miss um, Taylor had no no injuries, no injuries she whatsoever. Was, she was fine. Which I wrote that down in my notes. And then in all caps next to it, I just wrote lies. Where else am I There's supposed to so say? There's so many things that like you're just reading. You just read like the the documented side yeah. of it, and you're like, no, that doesn't check. No, that's not right. Well, and I think this seems suspicious. I believe. I mean, hella biased, but I believe New York Times did actually release the. They actually have the documents. Like they got the mm-hmm. the public records or whatever, they and they scanned it and put. And it's like. The entire incident report is so empty. I think there's maybe four words written on the whole thing. And then I think under victim, it has like Brianna's Brianna Taylor's name. And then it says like cause. And I think it says like unknown or something. Come to find out. It's like eight bullet holes to the body. Yeah. Then they left her untreated for 20 minutes while she bled out for approximately a minute and a half. Nobody checked on her. Nobody gave a damn yeah she gets you're you're in an apartment you're in a small apartment put mm -hmm. yourself put the put yourself in this you're 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 just a bad person who just littered this apartment with bullet holes right Mm -hmm. all on the walls there's drywall dust in the air and she's been hit eight times Mm -hmm. nobody checks on her for over 20 minutes yeah and that's what because you know they swept the the apartment you know they they went through and they so what they just saw somebody in the bed and they just were like well she's she's asleep well from what i understand once they figured out the bullet the the number of bullets which this is obviously extremely triggering and i fucking hate this topic and i really Mm -hmm. hate talking talking about it but it's something that people need to know if you're hit eight times and you're bleeding out on a bed or on the floor Mm -hmm. or whatever it is she didn't live that long she was alive for less than two minutes she still suffered yeah for about two minutes but that's two minutes where as a police officer and somebody whose entire fucking job is to protect and serve mm-hmm. the people of your district Community. or county or whatever it is, you just let her bleed out for a minute and a half. Yeah. Like you can hear her lungs are giving out. Mm-hmm. You you know that she's dying and nobody did anything. You got to find these drugs. They were asleep. Mm-hmm. Like dead, just asleep. So one thing I, I do want to add for the, the police that were involved, um, one of the officers, Brett Hankison, was fired. And the other officers, two other officers, John Mattingly and Miles Cosgrove, have been placed on administrative reassignment, which means they're still getting a paycheck. They still go to work. They still have to protect and serve, but Trash. they're just doing it behind a desk. It's, she has no life and you're still paying your mortgage. Mm-hmm. You're still working through a pandemic where 40 million people have lost their jobs. A majority of them are black Even, people. Yeah. And you're murdered and you still have a job. You just murdered mm-hmm. somebody and you still have a job. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know. I don't like it at all either. I mean, even after word got out um, after uh, George Floyd, when they said that the the four police officers were fired. Right. Literally, my first thought was, well, that's not enough because they murdered somebody. And that's the same fucking thing with first off, any of these. (laughs) Any of them. They're all the same. Because Jesus, you can you can try to put lipstick on it all you want. But it's at the end of the day, it's it's murder. It's murder. It's cold blooded murder. Don't. It's just murder. It's, like I have no yeah, words. It's like eight it's, sanctioned murder. It's so confusing to me. And maybe it's just because I'm like well adjusted and I, you know, believe in human rights. I and, like I support humanity in all yeah. cases, no but matter like, who you are. Yeah. If you take the life of somebody else right. for no reason, 
whatsoever. Well, it doesn't even matter. If you take the life, take of, the somebody life of somebody else, it's murder. Charges. You need charges. You need to be locked up. You should not be allowed on the streets. And yet two of these cops are they're working their nine to five. They're just filling out forms at the police station. They probably took a summer vacation somewhere probably. with the kids. They might have went and saw Trump speak at fucking Mount Rushmore. Who knows what these people do? But they still have a job. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a this is America. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing we need to talk about. So in 2020, the primary focus has been on these two murders. Yes. There's been multiples. Let's not forget that Breonna Taylor and George Floyd are the only two. Absolutely. I am disgusted by the videos that I see on a weekly basis coming from Aurora, Colorado, which is where I live. Yep. Where you were from. I was born and raised. Seeing the videos of the cops and all the shit that they're doing to these people. I'm like, but. No, but no, I remember growing up in Aurora and the Aurora, Aurora PD started this whole whole campaign in the 90s. So breakfast with cops or whatever. No. With so cops. the one that they were doing with little kids mm. was baseball cards and Aurora PD. I remember they had to ride around on their bikes. And yes. then whenever they saw groups of minority kids, they would give us Rockies yes. baseball cards to like instill trust in the police. Yeah. But then by the time I was like 13, automatically I was the oh. villain and I no longer got any more. Jeffco had cards that was pictures of the police officers. No, that burned that with fire. What are you talking I about? I believe, I remember back in the day, I remember seeing, it was like a baseball <laughs> card and it was a picture of like the sheriff or something. And it's like, I'm here to be your to friend. serve and protect. And it's like, but mm, I don't, y'all out here injecting folks with ketamine. Elijah, come on. Come on now, y'all. Mm. I have so many questions. Don't get me started on that little baby. It's too much. I can't. There's too many. I can't. I there's literally just, can't. There's literally too many to go. Like if we literally went over every single person that has been murdered for just the being for the color of their skin for existing, this would be like a 17 hour podcast. And let's never forget that Elijah was confronted by the police because he was walking around with a face mask on. Yeah. Which you're allowed to do. Yeah. I just thought you guys should know that. But yeah. let's let's just let's just focus on 2020 because there's too many. Yeah, we can't sorry, take it back to 2019. No, I like that really that really like because it's me. local like, ooh, and the yeah. and Aurora PD are still acting out. We'll do a whole episode on that. But then one. the <laughs> fucking fuckface who shoots up the movie theater got just, a Burger King order afterwards. They took him to Burger King. Yep. He murdered like so many people at the Batman theater shooting, which I used to play DDR there fucking every school night. And, if and he walked out of the building in handcuffs. He's in prison now getting three hots on a cot. He's doing much better than Brianna Taylor. Who was asleep in her bed in an emergency technician. She was wasn't murdering night. people at you a know, movie she theater. She probably had just gotten off work. She was probably tired. Emergency room? Y'all, oh, the disrespect. She's this, this episode needed to be a video podcast because our facial expressions are... <laughs> the aggressive eye rolls. Like, my right eye hurts a little bit. But one thing I want to just taking it back to 2020 and just like, we got to narrow our focus. Yes. Yeah, Let's never forget that Breonna Taylor was murdered on March 13th, 2020. Yes. George Floyd. May 25th, 2020. Now, I don't know much about math and calendars. <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. That's funny. A, that's why I said it. I don't know a lot of math and I don't know a lot of so, calendars, but March be before May. Mm-hmm. That's what I do know. So I didn't know the dates before we released. I didn't know the dates like by heart, like mm-hmm. right before um, we started really researching just the timeline of 2020. Right, trying to line it up. Um, so obviously I started with George Floyd because I was like that. That was like the major That's catalyst the in one. mainstream media that yep. started this whole protest and, and shit getting done. It really was the catalyst for... <laughs> It really was the pop-off point for 2020. Now, mm-hmm. the timing couldn't have been worse slash better mm-hmm. because by the time George Floyd was murdered uh, after being choked out for eight minutes and 46 seconds on on camera, 
um, which is the yeah. reason it took off so well, because people actually saw somebody slowly die over mm-hmm. time, which you never want to witness if you have a soul. And yet those cops did it probably mm-hmm. multiple times. We just don't yeah. have proof of it. <laughs> That's me being a conspiracy theorist. But also you have to remember that this is late. This is late May, like around Memorial Day, May 2020. People were in the house like pandemic done you, took off so Brianna's the, at the very beginning you had the eyes of the world essentially and Floyd is right at the at the peak he's mm-hmm. at the peak of Americans getting frustrated of being yep. in the house and being scared to do anything and, and everybody was watching the news and paying attention to the news because they wanted updates on the coronavirus yes. so then insert this out fucking outrageous and it takes off yeah you want to talk about trending yeah this was it this yeah. was this was George Floyd's horrendous fucking murder over presumably a counterfeit $20 bill. Yeah. He was just trying to, he was just trying to buy some stuff from the convenience. Because store. we are all acting like a Memorial day around, you know, late May, 2020. Mm-hmm. Are we just going to sit here and pretend that everybody was just working their regular nine to five and that life was normal? Because mm-hmm. let's not forget that millions, tens of millions of people by that point had already lost their jobs. Yeah. So you're now going to murder somebody over the course of almost nine minutes because they might have had a fake $20 bill. At yeah. the end of the day, things were a lot more important than a fake twenty dollar bill, mm-hmm. but the main one being your right to live. Absolutely, my with with George Floyd, I think um, right off the bat, I was just just looking at like what happened. Right. Um. So you said, as you said, he was allegedly attempted to make a purchase with a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Right. We don't know if that's true. Like I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Cops are called. And then four police officers showed up mm. to apprehend one person for a possible for a for, for a, a alleged bill. alleged counter <laughs> alleged fake money. At that point in time, it was it it was allegedly to the police because they didn't know they didn't know for you, sure. You you get the call from mm-hmm. the shop owner, which by the way, the Muslim community in Minneapolis is having a bit of a back and forth with the black Muslim mm-hmm. community because the owner of that shop was Muslim and he's trying to reach out to the black community because he's the one who essentially got George Floyd killed, but that's just like kind of an opinion, but that's also what's happening. Also, so he calls the cops. Somebody calls the cops yeah. and says, I think somebody just bought like a Diet Coke for me because I have a fake $20 bill. And then he goes, oh, and I think he's still outside the shop. Like he hasn't left yet. Can you just like send mm-hmm. a police officer down here so we can just like, you know, is it fake money? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And you send four armed officers. Yeah. Like, did you have nothing else to do? I guess not. Because people are like dying every 80 seconds from fucking COVID-19, <clears throat> but you had enough manpower to send four officers. For one person. For counter, for monopoly money? Yeah. Capitalism yeah. really has fucked up a lot of things, and this is a big part of it. For fake yeah. money, four officers had to show up. Had just had to. Then nothing yeah. else to do. So then Minneapolis the, is a small city. Yeah. <laughs> so then <laughs> the, the the cop who arrested him um, killed George by kneeling on his neck. on his neck. And that that moment when he called out for his mom, I it, died. Yeah. It. I. I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's an adult man. Yeah. Who has children of his own. Yeah. And a pandemic's popping off. People are struggling. And allegedly, I gave you fake money and then you choke me out. And I multiple times and tell you, you that I can't breathe. Accepted that money as payment. How many times have you been item? to the store where they. I, okay, maybe this is a black people thing because this happens all the time. But when I give people cash, they regularly check it. They always oh, no, hold it, it up to the it light. It happens all the time. Yeah, they hold it up to the light or they use the little fa- mm-hmm. the fancy pen. So. 
you know that at a small corner shop, especially like an, Im- mm-hmm. I, mean, I hate to say this, but immigrant owned corner shops and bodegas and stuff yeah. in large cities, they don't trust black people a lot, right? Mm-hmm. They're not, black people aren't the ones who own these shops because we have no wealth in our own communities. Another conversation. But they're always checking the money. Mm-hmm. So even if you had proof that it was a fake $20 bill, I don't think leaning on somebody's neck is the answer. I think maybe some handcuffs and mm-hmm. sitting on the curb, maybe a conversation. Yeah. Let's not forget that the New York Times also released, I hate to say New York Times so much because I know they're super liberal, but they also do have the the cam footage from mm-hmm. the police officer. So that was how we were always trained at the cash register to handle the situation because essentially the owner of the shop was like, your life is more valuable than like getting in an argument with somebody about fake money. Everybody's life is more valuable than a piece of processed paper. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's a hundred. So our protocol was always like, check the money. If you, if you, think it's fake you accept it yeah you put it off to the side and you document the time so that you can go back and if it is fake you can report it to the police and then you can hand over the camera footage and then they can like do the blurry picture on nine news at 10 like that's what you do just like what this is 2020 ain't y'all got 4k you're (laughs) telling Also, security cam footage is questionable. Why does, why do you have, uh, there should be an episode on like the lack of tech in like corner stores. There's a whole fucking, um, there's a whole ID show on it. Oh no. It's where they like track down the murderer through like surveillance cameras. Uh And I'm like, I don't know how they see anything because they show the, they show the image on the, on the screen. I'm like, that's a blurry pixel. This is like fresh out of 1986. (laughs) I'm like, I would rather somebody took a bunch of old iPhones and just put them up and like mounted them to the side of the building. It would have a much clearer picture. Just take old iPhones yeah. and repurpose them as security cameras because I would, I would take that eight meg over whatever the hell's at the Seven yeah. Eleven right now. It's trash. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, George. Sorry, so just topic. yeah, no, we need those asides. We need those moments. But yes, George Floyd died after Breonna Taylor. Yes. Eight what minutes, is- 46, 46 seconds. The world mourned. The mm-hmm. world became enraged, and mm-hmm. then the world was set on fire. Rightfully so. Yes. But what is it called when a black man, like, what is that called? Like that situation? Because so, he, black man, black female, right? Both killed within a couple months of like each other. Two months, yeah. So why was his murder so- solved faster than Brianna's? Right? Because yeah. here's the thing: we're recording this in August. Um, all of the officers that were involved in the George Floyd case have been brought to some form of justice yeah. with, pe- with pending cases. They're obviously gathering information. We're not mm-hmm. going to know legally what's happening for probably a year or two. The law moves slow. Mm-hmm. We get it. But all of those officers were brought to some form of justice. There's one of them who's countersuing to get his job back because he believes that because he wasn't the one who actually had the knee on the neck, he wasn't held accountable. But I say for eight minutes, for nine minutes, you could have helped. You the first time you told your buddy to back off. And that's the thing about the that's the thing about the the police officers uh, uh, video that they were wearing mm-hmm. is that we can hear the, the officer. I can't remember his name. Fuck him. But the guy who was trying to get his job back, it's his camera footage mm-hmm. and you can hear him asking questions. Like, I think he's in distress. And then the other cop goes, Oh, it doesn't matter. And then he just sits there and does nothing. I'm sorry. But yeah. like, if I'm a citizen standing by and I have more responsibility to help somebody in danger than the cops mm-hmm. who take an oath to help people who are in danger, yes. you 100% need to go to jail because you are 100% compliant in George's Definitely. Life. You're an accessory. You're an accessory to George Floyd's murder and you need to go to prison as well. Um, you but should not get your job back. None of these people should be cops. No. We need to have a whole conversation about police training too because you guys... <laughs> Once again, whole other podcast. <laughs> we gotta do some beat dives. But the thing is, it's it's a it's a form of what they call misogynoir. Okay. So you have misogyny. Yep. Which is 
you know, basically sexism. And it's a fancy word for sexism. If you mm-hmm. want, I mean, I'm not going to go into the definitions because I didn't look it up. But you throw in the noir, which is like pretty French word for black. So <laughs> it's black misogyny. Yeah. It is this idea that exists in all things in life where a black woman's life is still less than that of a black man. And then okay. black people in general is less than everybody else. Right. Okay. So we're the lesser dead of the already less dead. Essentially, if you yeah. want to think of that way, nobody cares that a black person gets murdered by a white person, right? Nobody fucking cares about that. Nobody cares about a black person getting murdered by a black person either. Nobody fucking cares. But if a black woman or a black trans woman, hello, we just had the conversation, it's almost like people care less. Okay. So that's the misogynoir. So this shows up so beautifully, unfortunately, in Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor was murdered on in March. It's the perfect example of it. And still to this day in August, we are there are hashtags like we can't forget her. I've seen so many beautiful black artists who are making these beautiful artwork, whether it be Mm -hmm. digital or paint or whatever it is. And it's an honor of Breonna Taylor. And a lot of what the message I'm seeing now in August is baby girl, we haven't forgotten you because George Floyd slowly, but surely is getting justice. Mm -hmm. And Breonna Taylor's is like stopped. Like nobody cares. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And it's because I, it really does tie into, it has to be because she's a woman. It, it, Mm -hmm. whether the case is more clear cut or maybe you can, you know, you, it, maybe it's got a little bit more gray area because there's not video or whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. The case, the the fact of the matter is, is that Breonna Taylor died two months before George Mm -hmm. Floyd. George Floyd got justice within a couple months because people popped off Mm -hmm. partially because we had video proof of it. Yeah. But it wasn't until after George Floyd that people were like, oh, well, let's not forget Brianna. That was two months ago. And then yeah. they started trending together. And then George Floyd kind of died off. And then Brianna Taylor kind of died off. And yeah. we keep adding people to it, right? Elijah McClain was added to this wave that mm-hmm. happened over the summer of 2022, even though he was murdered back in 2019. Yeah. We're trying to bring justice to everybody, but misogynoir, we just really don't seem to give a flying fuck about black women. And yeah. Brianna, unfortunately, is still dealing with that indignity, mm-hmm. even in her death. Yeah. And she was like, she swore an oath too, right? To help yeah. people. She was an emergency person in the healthcare field to yeah. help people. And she was murdered by the people who swore an oath to protect her as well. Mm-hmm. And so um, let's just never forget that, like, not, it's like Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter, but we really do need to lift up, like, uplift and support and believe Black women. Mm-hmm. I don't care what kind of woman you are, right? I don't care what yeah. your little title of woman. Black women need to be protected. Yeah. And nobody's protecting or caring about Brianna right now. Yeah. And that's still that's still happening in August. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. And this and this will continue. Like as this podcast goes on, we'll have more episodes because this will continue until big changes happen. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the beautiful thing about I like to think of the pandemic as a universal awakening. Nobody can go to work. Everybody's stuck in the fucking house. So you're looking at your screen and now people are going to get information. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you. I can't tell you how many white people messaged me back in May who were like, I didn't realize. And it's like, half of you knew. You knew. Yeah. Like, we've known racism exists because mm-hmm. you see it in your family. I don't know. I don't care who you are. If yeah. you're non-black, you've had friends make racist black jokes. You have people in your life who drop the N-bomb. I don't even say the N-bomb. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you have people in your life who are singing the lyrics to Nicki Minaj and you don't correct them at the concert. There's so yeah. many people who are sitting at your dining table who say incredibly ridiculous, racist, sexist nonsense. And these aren't even like Trump voters. These are just your, your uncle and your aunt and your cousin. Mm-hmm. And nobody corrects them. That's racism. Yeah. And that's where you have to solve the problem because I'm not sitting at the table to roll my eyes in front of your uncle because here's the thing. Your uncle's not going to sit at the table with me. Yeah. 
So how can I have a say on solving a problem that was created by and for white people mm -hmm. that literally takes away black people's ability to to live? Let's never yeah. forget what are the what are the life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. Black people can't even get the first one. Yeah. The fuck we talking about liberty and happiness? I can't even fucking live. Yeah. Let's 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 keep this going. I say keep the pandemic until this shit figures out. <laughs> I just, everybody stay home until racism and sexism and crime is solved. Nobody leaves the house. You're all grounded. You're I think that's grounded. what God did. He grounded us. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Oh, I never thought of the pandemic as a grounding, but it really was like a go to your room, think yeah. about what you did. Yeah. And then fix it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's a fun note. Yeah. <laughs> We're being grounded by the universe yeah the universe is like you y'all need to sit down this species is really fucked up and we just gotta lock them in a cage in the form of their own homes yeah. for a little bit <laughs> i chime in every now and then on facebook with just like a random just in case you forgot don't ever forget yeah don't ever forget the one for today was if black children are young are old enough to experience in quote racism right then white children are old enough to learn about, about racism. Come on now. I was like, bleep boop. <laughs> <laughs> I told one of our friends, our, one of our friends, she was, she was pregnant uh, mm -hmm. within this past year. And when all of this shit popped off, she was like, I don't know what to do. And I was mm -hmm. like, honestly, your responsibility right now is to take care of the next generation. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, you might not be able to change the, the thoughts and opinions of older adults, but yeah. you're going to bring in a small white child into this world. Mm -hmm. And that small white child needs to be very much aware of the privileges that they have, yeah. but also to just love and accept people for who they are. And yeah. also to not live in fear, which I think is actually the biggest mm -hmm. issue that we have as a country. We're so segregated. Yeah. Um, I think part of the reason you know, my friend, like people that I'm friends with, obviously don't, I mean, as far as I know, I don't have a problem mm -hmm. with black people. I ain't heard none yet, but if I find something out, I'm gonna hit y'all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like being around people who are different from you and, and understanding different cultures and religions mm -hmm. and ways of thinking and sexualities and genders and all of these beautiful things that make the world, the rainbow beauty yeah. that we love. You have to be around those people. You shouldn't be yeah. afraid of them. People are people at the end of the day. We all have blood vessels and fucking nerves and operating systems in the form of fatty globules in our skulls yeah um and we're literally all just doing our best so Definitely. um humanity first and then the other thing that i always want to make sure that i do this is like my last little note mm -hmm. is um follow people on social media that promote your you like what you believe right so my 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 latest thing is there's uh this woman her name's sincerely letty on instagram love letty and she's a historian anti anti-racism educator I like that title. Mm. Podcast host, racial justice advocate, speaker, bibliophile, and Black Lives Matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just so you know. But she always posts just really great reminders and almost like inspiration. It's like, this is why you have to keep fighting. It's yes. because this, like these moments right here. But then it's also really good to educate yourself on the idea of racism because a lot of people, like you said, don't believe that it exists. So, it, which. Again, the, 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 the proof is there. Yeah. You just need to yeah. like. And, and it's all around us. It's, and you have the smartest computer in the world in your yeah. pocket. You can yeah. literally find out so much information with a, with a firm Google mm -hmm. or, or, or even just a, a message to just a, a blank message out into the yeah. universe. Somebody's going to answer your questions, yeah. right? Um, but I, I love the fact that you mentioned her because also just in her, in her bio, she lists all the things she does, right? Mm -hmm. She's a, she's a, a anti-racist, I'm sorry. 
a racism educator and da 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 da. But she said podcaster. Yeah. And a lot of the people who are super smart, not me. So don't listen to me. I'm not the one. Yeah. I'm just a black person who's frustrated yeah. and gets to yell into a microphone sometimes. Um, but <laughs> I do the same. Weeks. Right. I do. I do the same thing where I seek out knowledge from people mm-hmm. who are smarter than me, yeah. and I find the authors and the books, and and I listen to their podcasts while I'm doing while I'm cutting the lawn, and I and I listen to their music. Hello, let's let's talk about music. Black mm-hmm. music is full of the lessons that we need to learn. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit down and read a book for 14 weeks. True. All right. And even if you and if you don't want to read, you can also listen to the book being read Where's by somebody, somebody else. Just listen to somebody talk to you. And it's so easy to get information through the conversation. Too many people want to use ignorance and laziness as an excuse, but there yeah. is no if you if you can walk through the grocery store, you can listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Get saying. some information, change your life. You know You're what I'm saying? saying? There's uh, there's no excuse anymore for not being able to to find this information. And I think that that's I you know what? And then also Black Lives Matter. I don't yeah. even know what else to say. All right, everybody. <laughs> God bless. Well, we definitely tried to um inject a little bit of humor in there, but it's to. a very it's a very serious matter. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. That's the cut print moving on moment, <laughs> as we said in the beginning. <laughs> that's really uh the goal of this is just to remind you. And you'll be reminded, I will continue to, Yep. I don't care what the episode is, I will continue to remind you. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, the battle is definitely not over. No, it's just beginning. Yeah. And that's why we're grounded, because we really Mm got to sit down and think about what we did. Got to remember. But when we get our freedom again, we got to, these thoughts, these memories, we got to take them out into the world with us. (laughs) Immediately, the the first thing that popped in my head was just somebody in a a clouds being like, ooh, look what you made me do. Oh, no. Look what you made me do. (laughs) I don't know why, why Efrit popped up in my head. I'm okay if somebody sings that song while they're like, tearing down the patriarchy or something yeah. or like yeah. voting for a bill that ends oh, systemic I racism full on like street montage dance off what is it called when it's like a surprise oh a, a flash mob a flash mob situation <laughs> of just like the moment trump is getting arrested right and just Ooh, like look what you just, made me all do. the queens in the street body rolls yeah lots of body rolls <laughs> like, oh i can see it there's fun <laughs> there's confetti for some reason yeah. like yeah. god is providing us confetti just falling from the open skies <laughs> oh lord i love it well, thank you for listening. You can follow us on all social media um, as either Sippin' Tea or Sippin' Tea 303. Woo-woo. You can follow me personally on Instagram at MVP Andy. And I'm at Myco Plants, and I will I will post stuff one day. <laughs> and make sure to subscribe <laughs> to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. We are a bi-weekly podcast coming out every two weeks. Make sure to follow us on Instagram to stay updated on when we post we our post. episodes. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> bloop, bloop. <laughs>